As we arrived at the crack of dawn this morning to the RTE Lyric FM's in, Lyric FM studios here in Limerick, stallholders in Limerick's legendary milk market were already setting up to display their wares in anticipation of another busy Saturday at the oldest weekly market in the country. Now it's like that every Saturday morning, as I know from being a regular visitor. But of course, another regular visitor is my grandmother Catherine. And when we wandered through the market, we chatted about her memories, which stretch back to the nineteen. 40s. I began by asking her how old she was when she first started coming to the milk market. I was about seven or eight when I came here with my mother in the pony and trap. We would do that uh, particularly at Christmas time to um, get some fresh vegetables and in particular fruit which was scarce in those days. What kind of fruit was scarce in those days? Oranges in particular, I remember. Bananas. All that seemed very exotic to us. <laughs> An exotic banana. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And was it important for the farmers in Limerick and the surrounding area? It was, of course, because it was an outlet for, for poultry. And would there be churns of milk and kind of flocks of well, geese? Would people have small, butter out? Small churns of milk and and people might, would bring their what they call the gallon um, container to put the milk in. Really, they bring their own gallon. Oh, they would. Yes, they bring their own container to put the milk in. Another thing I wanted to ask you about. I mean, the milk market now is beautiful, and it's a real focal point for people to come on a Saturday. But it fell into disrepair at a certain point, didn't no, it? No, it did. It fell into disrepair, and it was, and then it was closed down more or less. And uh, so in 2010, it got a complete refurbishment uh, with a canopy and everything. So it's generational. Yes, it is absolutely, and and just the 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 adventure of it. You know, if it's you know trying different foods and different flavors and. And it sort of opens up a whole new world for people, actually. I'd be very interested in the street food. Would you know? I would. And uh, because it's something so different and it always looks so authentic and you feel you can trust it. Uh, And, of course, I love all the cheeses. Well, besides your custom, um, there are plenty of other customers here as well. So I'm going to find some of them and see why they're drawn to the market. And I'll I'll leave you to go on your, your and mission. I, and we'll have a, a cup of tea or a, a something when, when you come back. That was some beautiful harp playing and the two musicians are here with me, but... Firstly, I've got to crouch down to talk to you because you're a little bit smaller than people will expect from hearing that expert harp playing. Can you tell me your names and how old are you? Uh, I'm Isla and I'm 10. My name's Fia and I'm 12. And is this your first time playing in public? No. No? No. <laughs> we play here every Saturday. That was lovely. I'll let you continue. Thank you both very much for that. We're from Tipperary. Yeah, so it's a bit of a spin, but it's well worth the journey. It's that everything you need, it's vibrant. It's a day out. Yeah. Who, who do we have with, with us? Uh, this is Ada, and okay. then we have Jack and Evie. Are, Jack and Evie are here. Twins. Twins, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's nice to get back, so it is. Yeah. And, uh, Mommy and Daddy like the coffee stall. <laughs> 
Thank you. Thank you very much. Cheers. Take care. Thank you very much. I know. I like to come into the meat market because sometimes fresh fruit, you meet more people, and then it's so enjoyable. And you have your little girl here as well. She's four years. Yeah. Does she come regularly? Is this one of yeah. your regulars? So, yeah. so you what what kind of stuff do you have in your stall here in front of you? Oranges, bananas, strawberries, mushrooms, eggs and veg. I'm here since I was 12 with my mother and my nana was there as well. She's there with her mother. She was, yeah. How many generations is that? Three generations. Well, I'll, I'll leave you to your to your veg, to your fruit and veg. Thank you very much for that. Thank you so much. This year. <laughs> And that was Louisa Cosgrave, whose family have been associated with the milk market for generations. And I'm delighted to say I'm joined by two lovely stallholders in studio now who've brought in some goodies. Well, one of them has anyway. We won't talk about the other one in the minute. We have uh, Tim Harris from Tim's Table and Audrey Power from the Little Cheese Stall here. Audrey, I'm going to talk with talk to you first. When I'm wandering around the milk market, I can hear you and your sister at your <laughs> cheese stall before I actually see you. The laughter is unbelievable. <laughs> unbelie- That's how people seem to find us. They can hear us before they see us. They go, oh, the girls are up here. <laughs> <laughs> is that part of the joy of kind of meeting customers and having a stall? Oh, definitely, definitely. There's always people are coming in telling you all their news and they're all there for the crack. Like, you know what I mean? Definitely. And, and tell me, do the customers, do they connect with you? Do you have regular? Oh, definitely. I have customers I've been serving for nearly 14 years and you we all kind of go through life together, really. You know, you know everything about them. They know because you meet once a week and you all tell each other the kind of news all the week. So definitely. That's brilliant. It's beautiful. It is, definitely. And Tim, you've been doing it for a bit of a shorter scale. I, I know Audrey's, Audrey's nearly an old veteran now. So how long have you been in the milk market? We've been in the milk market just over a year now. I'd say about, what, 13 months? Yeah. And what kind of wares do you have? We mentioned Audrey's cheese. Tell us a bit about what you have. Oh, we have a, we have a nice broad selection. We have um, savoury and sweet pastries that we do. Um, so we do giant sausage rolls and vegetarians, pies, bits and pieces. We do some uh, classic Australian p- um, pastries as really? well. Lamingtons. Because people might not know that Australian twinge to your accent there. Yeah, no, I, I kind of lost the accent. I'm, I'm Limerick 10 years now, um, so I'm kind of... Kind of becoming mm. more of a local now, but yes, yeah, so I'm from from Melbourne originally. Um, so we have, we also do our um, Aussie pies, which are a big hit. Um, but then we have retail products as well. So we have jars of pestos, hummuses, and our uh, lavash crackers as well. Our cheese biscuits. That sounds amazing. What kind of crowds come to the milk market, Audrey? You've been here for a while. Yeah, I've, I've been here so. Like I remember one year, I think there was over ten thousand on one Saturday. Going back a couple of years ago, like the footfall is amazing here. It's a really well supported market. Like I find that people travel, they come to the Limerick market for the buzz and the atmosphere around here, you know. And listeners uh, can't see or smell, but I have a, a garlic and herb cheese waft, yes. wafting in front of me. It smells, <laughs> it smells delicious. Where does this cheese come from? That is made locally, <coughs> excuse me, in Limerick. It's made out in um, a farm out in Effin. Wonderful. Out the old creamery. So that is our garlic and herb. It's one of our best sellers and it melts Beautifully, absolutely. People put it on toasties and they put it in their lasagnas or even on your omelettes even in the morning just for that extra bit of flavour. It's beautiful. That's wonderful. And Tim, then for you, you must have some bestsellers on the list. What, what are they? Gosh, oh, definitely our, our sausage rolls, our giant gourmet sausage rolls. They, they would be our top sellers. I have seen these sausage mm. rolls. They are impressive, I have to say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
So yeah, I'd say definitely the sausage rolls, the um, the veggie rolls are also a very big hit as well. I'm interested though, Tim, because you trained as a professional chef. So then how did you become a stallholder selling all your delicious goods in Limerick? Yeah, I'm I'm 20 years as a chef now. Um, my wife uh, is also a chef. We met in London, gosh, 10 years ago. Um, we came to Limerick. We I, I moved here for, for love. And, um, is she a Limerick woman? She's, she's <laughs> a Limerick girl. She is. She's Limerick through and through. Um, so, so I came over, you know, for love. And um, I suppose I, I was working, I've worked in lots of restaurants and hotels around Limerick. And I just, I, I knew that I had something to to give to people, that I wanted my food in, you know, in, in their homes. And, and, and I just wanted to share my passion and my love with them in a direct way, you know, and, and in a really personal way. So we just, well, I had to come up with something to, to bring to the people. And did COVID kind of spark that change, that step then? To COVID did. I was I was really lucky. I got a position in um, Dunn Stores during COVID. So I was able to work during COVID when a lot of the hotels and things closed down. Um, so I was really lucky in a way. And working in that environment showed me the... Uh, benefits and the, and the potential that that the retail market has, um, you know. So that's why I wanted to to push on and venture into into bringing a product to the market. And Audrey, it was a little bit different for for you. I yeah. think you had a father and a family who were very interested in mechanics. Yes. So how, how does how how do you go from helping your dad with the mechanics to I the know, cheese stall? Yeah, it's just I suppose it was just a job for me initially when I was raising my family when my kids were young. It suited me because you were starting work at kind of six a.m. and you were finished kind of around two, so you're you're at home then for most of do you know what I mean the day like. So did, did you know anything about cheese? Not particularly when I started. <laughs> no, I really didn't. It re- but you learn as you go along. I remember like my first day, there was someone went to come in and train me in, and they had they, they couldn't make it. So what we did was we put the most expensive cheese to one side, the average price, and the cheapest ones, and we just went from there. You know what I mean? And Tim, for you as well, you've had a lot of business support, haven't you? Yeah, so, in terms so of the local we had, enterprise we had office. a huge support from the LEO, the local enterpri- uh, local enterprise office. Um, they've been absolutely fantastic. They have um, grants available. They have they work with Super Value as well for the food academy, um, and they can bring people from kind of concept all the way through to market ready. Um, so so they've been integral um, throughout our business um, for the past year and a half. So there's mentors, there's there's everything available from the from the LEO. So and what I'm interested, highly. you were advised not to get a loan when you started your business. Was it your mentor James James Brown? Yeah, J- James James Burke. Burke. He he just one of those things that stuck with us was was you know if a business starts with a loan from a bank that business will carry that loan throughout their entirety of, of their business's life, um, in, in a broad sort of speaking. So that just gave me the, the, the you know, uh, the impression that, you know, we're better off trying to bootstrap it and trying to do it all ourselves from the beginning, you know. So that's that's kind of what has uh, been a big driving force for us as well, you know. And a kitchen um, a kitchen in a back shed, I think, was essentially what... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So so instead of going out and, you know, looking for a premises or anything like that, we sort of said that we had, we had a bit of space at home and, you know, with the LEO's help, with the grants available, we were actually able to build a production kitchen on our premises, which has been, you know, 
uh, fantastically beneficial for us. Audrey, you've been very brave as well, though, because you were working with someone for a long time before you went off on your own. Yes, we did. Yeah, I was working for a lady. I must have been about, I'd say, about 12 years, maybe. I was working with her. And then, like yourself, we just took off on our own and sourced markets where we could go in and trade. And thankfully, everyone was so welcoming, like... And so, yeah, we just tried to base ourselves mostly around Limerick and we just kind of took off from there. So, Audrey, if people want to find you, where can they find you, oh, online or in person? Yeah, well, we're at the Milk Market every Saturday morning. We're here and we're in Castle Troy on a, on a Friday and we do Kilrush on a Thursday. And we do post a lot of all the markets that we're going to be doing over the Christmas. And you've lovely Irish cheeses. Lovely, beautiful cheddars. Our cheddars are bestseller. Brilliant. Yeah. And Tim as well, I know you have a website. It's timstable.ie. And can they find you anywhere else? Yeah, so... Um, we're in the milk market every Saturday. We're also in select super value stores all over Limerick and independent retailers. Um, and you can find everywhere else online. Well, uh, thank you both very much for coming in.